This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's racy about us spinning and it must be golly. No nigga pull up and serve you perks, hopping off a hog. Got a hot foot stepping on shit like cues. Mm. I ain't pulling on single lines, it's threes and twos. Mm. Niggas got fully suited to pull up and lose. This bitch got fully booted to all booze. Pull up on me now, I need sloppy toppy. I only mm. speak on what I know, and baby, I'm not that cocky. Mm. Bet she fuckers all her bills up like she Johnson. New coupe, the car said low like it wasn't Monty. Mm. And I just Instagram hoes look just like aunties. She gon' sit the hand dog and be happy thoughtin'. I'ma pull up on the ops, cause I know they plotting. Okay. Baby, ask me for some boots, I got dark ones. I'm on a different timing. My bitch is like Miley and Coke, Debbie rock climbing. We don't never leave the house without hands. Is Yachty on layers? Richer than all my ops, so they made an alliance. You are clearly not a Yachty fan. Yachty got a Yachty. Bramble just came all in. All my idols, putting safes in sleeper holes like I'm Roddy Piper. Cash my money in the bank and won all we my titles. Yeah, I'm happy. Like yeah, I'm happy. Richer than all my ops, so they made an alliance. Boat, Rimble. Messed around and got rich. Not for the whisper. He made me respond. He made me rewind for the whisper. Cash my oh. money in the bank, then won all my titles. Yeah, I'm happy with my girl, but I won't black China. Stepping in a new dorm, shaking hands with rivals. Heading to that blue wall, cause you have to fight Have the burner, cause I heard that his jab was nicer. Smith and Wesson, 4 5 for a 49er. I'm a known home record like Jerry Springer. She told me that her name was Kia, but here's the stinger. I had her squirting on the bed with my middle fingers. I hope you really don't believe that I won't black China. Murder weapons in bikini bottom and not confined. I'm He gotcha. Got him. Got Rebel putting jokes in his verses. I love funny rappers. My favorite funny rapper is 50 Cent. Yeah, he's hilarious. Love you like a fat kid love cake. Yo. But the fact that you he, he Rambo you gave Rambo exactly what he expected. Yes. He said he want he wanted Black China, you did the stank face. Oh, yeah. And then at the end he's just like, <laughs> I hope you really didn't think that I wanted Black China. He gotcha. <laughs> it's Rambo. Oh my goodness. But anyways, <laughs> welcome to Men on the Internet, where men can be men on the internet. My name is Sunil. Over across the way I got. Hello, this is Kelvin. And over to the right of me, I got... Hello. It's Chris. <laughs> Chris, the fact that you can make your voice sound prepubescent is amazing hey man, to me. I just That's his actual voice. Recently, so. <laughs> That's why it's still coming in. That's, I want to give you a haircut. I really want you to give me a haircut. <laughs> and you guys won't be able to see what either of those looks like because Chris is never on camera. We're going to put Chris on camera soon. And we, we can't put all that sexiness all up on film because, you know, we trying to keep this for the men's and we don't want all the ladies. No, nah, it's, it's going to happen soon. You know why? Why? Because Chris has been going to the gym. I have the been boxing going to the gym. gym. 
Ooh. He up in there getting on his uh, uh, Miguel B. Jordan. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> he couldn't have said a Mexican boxer. Yeah. He was like Miguel like, B. Jordan. He like Alejandro. <laughs> All right. So oh, man, Chris just being there. Hey, you about to be uh you about to be not not only am I a member, I'm also the security. There you go. Maybe you about to get in a celebrity boxing against Lamar Odom or Blueface? Nah, nah, nah. You wanna do that? Or <laughs> no. what about Sir John Gabbana? You know who that is? No. That's the dude who used to say, um, boot gang. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna know boot gang? All Still right, don't man. know who that is. But you anyways, um, it's been a minute, guys. Yeah. Looking slim in your black. You know what? I'm trying to. You know, we had that thing that we did like six months ago or whatever it was that I we never that followed did. through. I didn't do a single day. Yeah. <laughs> y'all would have lost because I lost 40 and then it, it didn't look that good on me. Then <laughs> <laughs> you gained it back. Uh, I didn't really gain it back. I just kind of plateaued. So I'm oh, actually yeah. starting to lift weights again. So I lost a 40. A lot of it was muscle mass, mm-hmm. which is why I didn't like cinch my waist or anything. But, um, I'm starting to lift again. I'm only doing light weights because I'm trying to look. I mean, I'm trying, I'm trying to switch it up. I'm trying to be pretty. Uh, yes. For, it's about time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm back into the gym too, at least two, three days a week. Man. Feeling stronger, stronger. Wow. A little bit here and there. But, y'all, let me tell you the first day back in the gym, Tough. I was so disgusted with myself. Mm. I was like over here doing baby weight, really like struggling. Yeah. Like, so I was struggling with the K. I was struggling. Oh lord! You know what I mean? That's like that deep struggle, and like how much uh, time you took off? It was probably like a year, year and a half. Like all through COVID, right? The gym's been out here closed for however long. So it was that whole time. Yeah, I know you were still going because you had the gym that like. Man, no, I was just working outside. I wasn't trying to break. COVID. You were working out outside, but anyways, um, <laughs> the gym was outside, <laughs> right? Um, so yeah, I mean, but. Now I'm starting to get back into routine. I got some things that I'm trying to work towards. Um, I have my high school reunion coming up this weekend, so I wanted to look as fit for that one as possible. What do you think your goals are to go back to that high school reunion? I really, all my fun is going to be outside of the high school reunion because most of my friends I didn't go to high school with, the guys that I'm still close with. Mm-hmm. So like when I, I get there on Friday, um, got a barbecue set up with all my, all my homies, we're going to play basketball the next day, and the high school reunion is that Saturday night. And then I'm going to link back up with people outside of my high school reunion. But from back home? Yeah. So you were friends with people back home, but outside of high school? Yeah. Where'd you, where'd you find them? Just through sports or through, like, mm. other friends that I have. Because I had, like, one, a lot of my friends were from one of my friends that was I knew through the Indian community. And then he had friends through work and, like, working out buddies and stuff oh. like that that were in different schools and so we all used to play like basketball together and party together and stuff like that so nice so is the saturday night like a prom like they're doing in movies <laughs> it's so funny man so like bakersfield gets sh- like shit on here in california yeah here's the most dangerous place in on yeah planet so Earth. like and then i was like they have like this facebook group for our high school reunion mm-hmm. and so they rented out like one of the nicer like a nice, it's it's kind of where, like, um, what are those groups that do, like, the older people get together and they do... Um, like Knights of Columbus? Like bingo? No, 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 no. What, what, like the Elks Club and stuff, like, 
Elks Lodge. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The um six 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 lodges. The um Rotary yeah, the stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah you stuff know what I'm like talking that. about. Yeah, like the well, it's like the country it, club it, type country thing. club like upscale type thing. So mm-hmm. they rented out one of these places that that kind of stuff goes on. It's called the Petroleum Club. Okay, and so so it's like they said wear cocktail attire. Oh wow! So usually like dress shirts, all that kind of stuff. So then you see all the messages in the thing, and I'm like, man, I, I, I hope this doesn't get out to the public because people are asking, can we wear jeans? And then they're like, no ripped jeans, and they're like. Do we have to wear button-down shirts? I'm like... So it's living up to Bakersfield <laughs> height. And then they had to make a video, Kelvy, like literally make a video. And it was like, so we're hearing a lot of people that are trying to bring their own alcohol to the event. Oh, my God. Please do not try to get alcohol in the event. If we catch you with alcohol at the event, you will be removed. So they're still out. in high school. <laughs> Dude, so, like, I guarantee you... I guarantee you... The parking lot is going to be where the party's at. Yeah. Is that where you're going to be at? Oh, for sure. (laughs) Oh, for sure. So Bakersfield is what we think it is. I love it, though. It's so, like, I'm more comfortable in that. But I like, even when I go out here in L.A., I like the most ratchet spots where you feel like you're about to get killed. Those are where I have the most fun at. It's the bougie, all that kind of stuff that I'm like, this is boring. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. That's me. That's what I'm saying. That's me. So no, maybe maybe the reason why I don't look down on Bakersfield is because I am. Bakersfield. You love it. You ghetto. I am that. I feel it. Um, I've always, when I was in high school, I always wanted to go back to my high school reunion. And the tenure uh-huh. went by in 2019. Didn't go. A lot of people went. But um, I got, you know, you, you get those nostalgic feelings mm. but you're going to 20 year yeah i haven't seen mo- i probably most of these guys i haven't seen since graduation and wow. most of them i probably won't even know because you know you don't know everybody in high school but so, you know some people I'm yeah sure. i know some people um so there's the certain people that i know some of them i probably haven't seen in a decade though like it's been a long time so it's gonna be good just catching up yeah seeing who has hair still Sure. I'm not one of them. <laughs> you got hit. That you was just, rude. <laughs> that was a shot right at him. Shot. He said, let's see who has hair. That's not a shot. He has hair just on his arms. It's on his face. <laughs> and on his Thank face. You, Chris. Yes, it is on his face. That's why you're getting a lineup on your face. I'm a beard. Yeah, I'm going to do something with it. Because I keep looking at yours and it's fire, bro. The distinct line, I think, really makes a difference. Yes. I've actually looked at yours a few times and wanted to line it up myself. But you, you never but offered. It, here's the reason why. What you, every time I see you, it's already done. So I, every you have to let it grow out yeah. so that they can reline it up. And then and I'm like, ah, shoot, then, then I forget. And then I'm like, oh, I meant to say that. Because I, Chris recognizes sometimes I look at people's hairlines mm-hmm. when I'm talking to them. Mm-hmm. But, and then if you don't have any hair, which is, I don't think is a bad look, um, because you have a good bald head. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Redmond has a good bald head. Mm-hmm. Me, I have a very bad bald head. Uh, but you have a good, like, your your face carries everything. So getting that lineup is yeah. going to make you just look, yeah. look cinched. Yeah, I don't have the tools right now. I need to get, like, better clippers and stuff like that. I just go to the barber. Yeah, it's I'm going to do experience. it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. But I'm not going to shave. Out. Yeah, I'm not going to shave it till I get a cut. Get the Rick Ross, like where it's all full. Nah, I don't want it. I want oh. it clean. 
I want a pretty boy status. Oh, you want a chin strap? I'm going to probably go thin on the sides and then Fade. let this like, yeah, let this be a little thicker and then like let it like thin, thin out or just fade it up. You ever, you ever get jealous? I'm still trying to figure out a girl beard, dude. It, it's <laughs> so disgusting when I let it grow. It's like, I, I, I just end up shaving it. <clears throat> and then every time I'm like, all right, I, this time I'm going to let it fully grow for like a month. And then I'll, I'll see. I'll be able to trim it and do this stuff. I got beard oil and the derma roller and all that <laughs> shit. And Why are you putting Rogaine on his face? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like, and then after a while, I'm like, fuck, it just looks ugly. I don't want to go outside anymore. <laughs> But I noticed that's two races that don't really have facial hair like that. Asian and Mexicans. Like certain Asian people. Yeah. So maybe it's just like a... Uh, I don't know. You know it could stuff. be. But yeah. I just wish I had those jeans. Good beard jeans. Mexicans Mine have didn't a great come in goatee, for until though. I was like 25. You could grow a nasty goatee? You could grow a good goatee? I've had, I well, gave Chris yeah. a goatee one time and you got compliments on it. I sure did. Why'd you cut it? When I gave it to him, he was like, "Oh, I look like a cholo or something like that." No, I didn't say that. I oh, was, I look like I was a nice You can't say he looks like you can't. He can't admit to that with being the board of security and all that kind of. Thing. Oh, that's right. Okay, so he was like, "This looks great." He <laughs> <laughs> said, "I'm an American, <laughs> America." And so when we went out, people was like, "Oh snap, okay, Chris." I was like, "You'll shave it right now." <laughs> yeah, that's why I shaved it because yeah. you yelled Kelly at me. Kelly's jealous as fuck. Kelly's the you most trying to beat me up dude in the world. <laughs> Yo, I said like, Kelly, Kelly Shay. I walked in. He's like, "Damn, Sunil, you look as skinny." First thing he does is order pizza and try like, to force three, four pizzas down my throat. <laughs> He really did though. Yeah. He was like, "No, nah, you gonna eat." Yeah, you gonna eat this, and he did too. Uh, I did. Like, how That's you gonna turn power. down pizza? Remember we were talking about people with power. Mm. You better get another slice. Nah, we good. I'm All probably right. gonna go get some Mexican food after this. But, but. <laughs> anyways, um, I got something to talk about. Tell me. So I saw this on YouTube. Oh, not YouTube. I saw this on Instagram. This girl that I know posted it, and I responded to her. And we had a real interesting conversation conversation and i wanted to get what your take was so the 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 meme was don't let a situation ship keep you from finding your prince charming or something like along that lines where it's like don't let some like just something that's not serious affect your ability to find the man of your dreams kind of thing mm -hmm. so this girl retweeted that or put it on her instagram and said um I'll never let a, a friends with benefit like I'm gonna let a friends with benefits mess up my ability to find my future husband. So that was what she wrote on top of that, right? And she posted it out. So I responded to her and I was like, "That's an interesting take." And she's like, "Tell tell me why you think it's interesting." And I said, "Well, in my mind, if you're still having a friends with benefits, you're not in the right mindset to be in a very serious relationship." And so that was what the preface of the conversation was. And we kind of went back and forth respectfully. And, you know, <clears throat> I got her side. She got my side. She's like, oh, I could see that side. And, you know, I didn't really understand her side. But, um, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but does that make sense? Like what? Yes. So I can see um, it actually came into my mind when you said that. Um, I can probably see both sides. Okay. Because try to explain the other side right now. So I think when you have a friends with benefit, there is one person who is um, completely non-invested into it, mm -hmm. purely a physical thing. 
I'm just having fun. You're available. I'm available. When this is done, moving on. Then there's the other person in that who says that, and they're not quite there. Where there's a seed of interest that's beyond physical, and then it starts to grow. Right. So so she would have to determine which person she is in that friendship, friends with benefits situation. Mm-hmm. If she's the person who's just like, this is just a physical thing to me, and uh, then meets a great guy and then can cut it off, no problem. Then yeah, maybe she is in that in that space. But at the same time, who is to say that to to meet Prince Charming or to meet your queen or whatever, you have to be you have to be completely single, unattached, not touching anybody, blah blah blah. Like who's to say that? I uh, me. You said you. Yeah, I think that that's so. I always look at it from the perspective of the other person. Okay. So if I'm so say in this situation, she's a girl, she has friends with benefits, she's in a situationship, whatever it is, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm a quality dude that's ready for a relationship. Mm-hmm. Am I gonna if and she's I know she's doing this thing on the side, she has a dude that she's hooking up with. Mm-hmm. You're gonna drop her. I'm not gonna pursue it. Okay. Um, you're not gonna know. Then it's already something that it, here, here's it's already something that's starting on a lie. Here's the thing. It's not going to start on a lie because relationships move in sequential order. Mm-hmm. When you are talking to this girl, you don't own her. And when I say you don't own her, I don't mean it in the sense of like ownership. I just mean she could do, she when you're dating, you're dating. Okay. And you can date around. Sure. It isn't until you guys set the precedent and make a, um you know, a verbal contract with each other that we are only going to be seeing and speaking to each other. So that just means that you don't want somebody who is looking around. You want somebody who's looking for you. I want, I don't believe that it's a light switch that could be turned on and off from my own personal experience. What is friends with benefits, friends with benefits, being in the scene, dating a whole bunch of people at the same time. And then all of a sudden just dropping everybody without there and be anything lingering. You never done that before dropped. I, the relationships that I've had that have lasted a long time and I've been the most invested in is when that person found me and I had nothing else going on outside of like, there was no other girls I was attached to it. No girls that I had to drop, no girls that I had to like cut off or anything like that. Did you choose her? Um, what do you mean? Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm not making a joke, even though it sounds like I am. Yeah. I, I asked specifically, did you choose her? Because I think that when a man has no options, he just goes with what he has. No, I don't. She was they These are if I'm in a relationship, it's something that I genuinely I'm attracted to and want to be with. Mm-hmm. I've never like settled like that in in a relationship ever, ever. Okay, in a relationship that I consider a relationship, like titles. Yeah. Okay, and what I mean by that is. Even like you said, even if I'm not invested, that other person might have been invested. And that's a lingering thing that you have to continue to deal with unless you just like completely just dog them out. What if you have you been on dating apps? Yeah. Okay. You've been out with the person you met on a dating app. But there's a difference between dating friends with benefits and situationships. There's a deeper thing. Like if I'm, 
like if I'm maybe I'm not thinking about being in a long term relationship and then it just happens. So I could understand that. But if there's a girl that's like telling me I, I'm looking for a long term relationship and then in that same breath is telling me I have this friends with benefits or there's dudes that I fuck with on the side. To me, those are or not just a woman, a guy saying the same thing. That's mm-hmm. like, I want to be in a long term relationship. I'm looking for somebody to be in a long term relationship with. But I also have this girl that I'm hooking up with on the side and I'm, you know, messing around with multiple girls and all this kind of stuff. But I'll drop them the minute that like I find somebody. I'm telling you that you'll never find that somebody because you like can't 100 percent give yourself to somebody for it to be on that deep level when there's all this other stuff going on in the background. You know, I've I've had an experience once where I was talking to a few different people and somebody new came into my life and I naturally just stopped talking to the other people. It's just like I didn't even think about it. I just realized a month later, oh snap, I haven't talked to such and such in a month. I haven't, you know, I haven't I haven't written or called or hung out with such and such in 3 months. I never we never had a thing I just never thought about it. You never had that? Yeah, but see, once but again... That, but we're, but we're, the new person comes in and We're you're talking like, about two different things, though. Talking to somebody is different from fucking them. Okay. On a regular basis. Okay. I never had that. Yeah, so that's I'm what I'm saying. Like, friends with benefits is we're fucking on a regular basis. Um, situationships is that we're in something, but it's not like long-term, whatever it is. And I don't think quality people, like if I'm in those things and a woman sees me and, and finds out that those things about me, I would expect that woman to be like, nah, I don't want to be in that. Because you're not ready to be in a deep relationship. So you're saying to be in a deep relationship, you have to be so low, do low. I think that if you're in, a, if you're in the mindset to be in a deep relationship, you don't spend energy on things that you know aren't going to be long term. Where do you think you're at now? Why does it got to go to that space? Chris, why, why he have to ask me about that? What's that have to do with anything? He's you brought it up. No, we were talking about a meme. Why are we talking about me personally now? Well, because this is the men on the internet. We're the men. We're on the I internet. think that right now I am <laughs> focused. My uh, Being in a long-term relationship is not my number one priority. Okay. How many guys would say that it is, though? I think there's a lot. I think people, men that are like, they're fulfilled in other aspects of their life, like career-wise, um, that are looking and longing for mar- marriage, kids, stuff like that. Like, I think they're looking for... Okay, they're looking at it in a healthy way. Yeah. You know, I was having a conversation with some wealthy folks the other day. Mm-hmm. Much wealthier than myself. And I, That's and gotta I, be damn rich, because <laughs> you know Kelby got it like that. <laughs> I do not have it like that. Um, everybody, everybody at the table got more than me. That's but. a lie. <laughs> That's a total, complete lie. <laughs> Maybe Chris got it like that, but I definitely I don't got more. I know Chris do. I see the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but these fellas had an interesting point of view when it came down to relationships with women. Mm-hmm. One group. They were just kind of like, I'm ready to just run through the streets. That's what I want to do. The other group was like, I'm in a, I'm in a marriage, but this is boring. 
they were all like net worth well over two million. Mm-hmm. And both of them wanted to do the same thing, but one was attached and one, the other was unattached. Okay. But when what made it different is the married guys were like, I put myself in this situation because I thought it was the healthiest thing for me at the time. Mm-hmm. But now, <sighs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but I think, um, oh, snap. Remember when, like, that Chris Rock joke where he says, you can only run away for so long? Okay, tell me the rest of the joke because that sounds kind of R. Kelly-ish. So, no, he was saying, like, <laughs> he was talking about, like, r- like athletes and rich people, like, cheating, basically. Mm-hmm. And he oh. said, like, uh, you're only as faithful as your options. Yes, a right? man is only as faithful as his options. So, you, these, so to somebody who's worth... Net worth is like $2 million. I'm sure they're dressing a certain way. They drive a certain car. They're hanging out at certain spots. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like visible in a certain way, right? Mm-hmm. You can tell they're rich, right? Yeah. Or they're wealthy. So I'm sure that married man that's being faithful in that relationship is constantly seeing what else he could get, which makes it, when it makes you look at what you have at home a little bit different than somebody who isn't being as uh, inundated with opportunities, right? So an athlete, famous rich athlete, opportunity-wise, or just be faithful in a relationship, knowing that every time they go out, there's girls throwing themselves at you, all that kind of stuff, right? Is much different than me being faithful. If I'm cheating on somebody, it's because I'm a fucking asshole, right? <laughs> like, and I, and that athlete as well is an asshole for cheating, right? But mm-hmm. it, I, you could, res, you could, like, that person is getting is way harder for them to be faithful than for me to be faithful, because I'm not getting it thrown at the way and the caliber of person that's throwing themselves at at these athletes is much different from what I'm doing, right? So. That's that's kind of what my point is with those guys that are looking and they're saying, oh, this is boring. Mm-hmm. It's probably because they know they could be their opportunity levels are much different than. I think that they're looking at at watered grass. When I hear that now, I've never been married and I've never even really been in a serious, serious thing. Mm-hmm. But I think that when if you decided at one point in time. I'm kind of done running through the streets. I need to find a certain sense of stability in my life and and merge with somebody and build a family and all that kind of stuff. It's from a genuine place. Right. However, rose-colored glasses, like we were talking about earlier, you start looking at the good old days as the good old days. Mm. You start thinking about that last house that had the nice lawn, right? the front yard, but now this this one only has a balcony, you know? But you don't really get to see the fact that you get to see the whole city. I wonder if it's also the makeup of those people. So usually highly successful people genuinely enjoy challenges. Absolutely. And so maybe when they're successful in business and maybe they're like, maybe career isn't something that they're focused on as much anymore because they've made all their money and all this kind of stuff. Now they look at the relationship and they're seeing it's too easy Mm -hmm. and easiness maybe gets equated with boredom for them because they need another challenge. Yeah. Maybe it's that. I don't know. 
It could be that. Um, sometimes I just think like you just see a bad thing with a big old booty. And no, you could get it. That's the thing. Yeah. And like, there's like, a difference uh, between like somebody who could look at that and be like, there's no chance. So sit your, sit your ass down and hold your girl's hand. And, like, just yeah, like yeah. That, right. Versus like the person that's like, yeah, I could get that. I went to the barbershop a couple of weeks ago and I walk in and I see this guy getting his haircut. Oh, what's up? What's up? What's up? I sit down. It was this baddie bombshell that walks in. Doesn't seem like she knows anybody, but she sits down. She's wearing very little clothes. Mm. And I was just like, so I look at the dude that I looked at when he walked in. When she walked in, I look at him. I give him a look. You know what I'm saying? With my head. I'm like, <laughs> my brother. He looks at me like this. That was his girl. I was like, what? Was <laughs> that was his girl. He goes to the barber. He goes, remember I was telling you about my gun collection? I was like, <clears throat> so I stopped bobbing my head to the music. Yeah. I was like, I wasn't bobbing my head to show you the girl. I was bobbing my head to the music. She gets up, she leaves, she comes back with two coffees and she gives him one. And that was his girl. Yep. I go far away. And I was like, I think <laughs> I told Bob. My hair short like, enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can just stop. <laughs> I only need half a line up. Yeah. The rest could be crooked. That's hot in the streets right now. So when the guy leaves, the barber comes. He's laughing. He's like, oh, my gosh. I saw that. That's so funny. All the barbers are circulating. I'm like, he goes, you know what's funny? That guy brings his girl. And he was not a good looking guy. Mm-hmm. I, you know, he was a short dude who just looked Kind of old, dilapidated, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the girl was bomb. Right. So I was like, why is she here? Because guys at the barbershop, come on, leave your girl at home. Right. He goes, you know when she's not here? His eyes strays like crazy. I said, really? And, he, and the barber goes, yeah, she's not here because he invited her. She's here because she don't trust him. Bingo. Interesting. Ah. Ah. That threw me, that taught me a lesson right then right. and there. Yes, he's that little boy that says, This is mine. Well, what you playing with? Yeah. He what got you, skills. He, well, I don't know what he got. I know he got guns. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I know, you he's well off. I asked the same question. Turns out he's not. Oh, wow. I don't know what he does or what he did, but. He, but also, he might be able to find girls that. So there's like very beautiful women yeah. that still have like a genuine soul in their body. Nah, that have like low, <laughs> low, low self esteem. That's true. And so, like, you can kind of manipulate your way into those type of situations too. And maybe he's great at seeking out that type of person. That's true. We'll talk about that more after this. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, welcome back to the show. Now, you know what? There's something that's f- interesting about that. Now, I don't... I think everything is a game of manipulation. Mm. So that's a word that I don't like to use. Like two words I, I think are misconstrued are manipulation and... Um, ex uh, existentialism no no no, no. <laughs> excess um, no it's like when you're taking advantage of someone um exploitation exploitation thank mm. you exploitation i don't think those two things are bad because most times things are timing place what you what you did in time and in place to get you to where you want to be so let, let me let me rephrase because i think you said something but i don't think that's what you meant it's not that you don't think those are bad. You don't think that those words necessarily correlate with something bad. Yes. They can be bad. They right? can you, be bad, yeah, yes. But they're not gen- like genuinely bad. Just like no. consequence isn't necessarily always a negative. It just means uh, the, the, resu- or the consequence is just the results of whatever action you take. Yes, Consequences exactly. could be good. Consequences could also be bad. Exactly. So the word itself doesn't have any connotation to negative or positive. Correct. That's exactly. what you meant, right? Yes, correct. Okay, because you said exploitation isn't bad. Um, but that's not what you meant. The word right. exploitation doesn't necessarily no. mean bad. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, I, I, I think it, you know, like you said, it could potentially be, you know, you exploited me or you exploited the situation. Yeah, somebody who but, exploits children. That's bad. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, like, but you can also exploit a, a situation for your whatever. positive way. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So, um, so when you were saying that about the guy, like, I don't want to necessarily put in the sense, like, oh, he manipulated the situation to get with a hot chick, you know, but he could have. Yeah, and that doesn't you know necessarily I mean? mean it's a bad thing. Exactly. Exactly. But it is kind of a bad thing if you're, like, over here willing to cheat on her tea. Um, who, well, let me, let's talk about cheating. All right. What is cheating? And let me ask you this, because I kind of feel like I know what Chris is going to say because Chris is kind of like, like cool, you know, like cool about it. But what is cheating to you? Cheating is when there is an understanding of faithfulness and you step out on that. Okay. So, do you consider emotional cheating cheating? Emotional cheating. What's emotional cheating? Um, having, I'll give you an example. There, there's this lady that I was talking to, and she told me the story of how she didn't have any female friends. Okay. And things were always rocky between her and her boyfriend. 
and she just couldn't quite understand what the issue was. She was like, it's not me. It's just, you know, I, I, I have a hard time getting along with people. So the more deep diving that we did into trying to figure her out. Oh, you was putting her on the couch like a psychologist? Um, well, she was having a, a long day and okay. she was just like, I need someone to see it from a fresh perspective. Cool. So I say, let's start with the fact that you don't have any female friends. Why don't you have any female friends? You're a girl. Why not? I know typically every girl says what? Other girls is jealous, jealous, drama, blah, blah, blah. She goes, well, these girls always think that I'm trying to get at their men. Mm. I said, why would they think that? She said, I'm just a nice person. Mm. Said, why are you like, what kind of nice? She would just say like, well, I would go into the office because, you know, Life is, revolves around her work. Mm-hmm. So she would go to the office. She befriended these women, but then she befriends their boyfriend. And then when she sees the boyfriend, if they look a little sad or something, she was uh, she would just be like, why do you look so sad? Is everything going okay at home? And I, and I immediately was like, you actually ask those men that question, and you befriended their girlfriends, and then you became their friends? And she would just be like, yeah, like... If they're looking sad, I would ask, like, what's going on at home? And I was like, you don't see why women would have a problem with that and why your boyfriend would have a problem with that? She was like, no, that's just a nice thing to do. How's she meeting all these dudes' boyfriends in the first place in moments they're sad? Um, so apparently some of them some of them worked there. Oh, gotcha. The boyfriend, girlfriend worked there, but she met the girlfriend first. Uh-huh. And then other times it was like work situations, like work parties. What kind of work is this? She was working at like a factory, like Amazon type thing. So it was like a bajillion people work there. Um, And it's the biggest job in the city and all that kind of stuff. So, but then she would go to like a work event and then they would bring their boyfriend. She befriends the boyfriends, get on Instagram and then like, oh, you, you know, checks up on them. And so I was like, do you know you're cheating on your boyfriend? She was like. What? No, I'm not. My boyfriend's never said that. I was like, your boyfriend's never said that because he hasn't. He doesn't know why he's upset with you. He, you probably make him think that he's being jealous. She had nothing to say right there. I was like, you and your boyfriend are always battling with each other, and you're always saying it's not me. There's nothing wrong with me. I haven't done anything. But don't you realize? That you can't hold any female friends because they always think you're trying to get their man. And your man is always upset with you. Is that emotional cheating? That was the breakdown of that conversation. That she was cheating in an emotional way. Having these deep conversations with these other men. Now, I'm not on the Steve Harvey level of saying you can't have female friends. A man can't have female friends. I'm not there. But I am saying... There is a threshold that you can surpass. Interesting. Do you think that, Chris? About conversations? I don't think so. <clears throat> Do I think that's emotional cheating? Is that what your question is? Um, not necessarily that situation, but but could it exist? Emotion? Uh, I suppose, yeah. Because a lot of people are sensitive to that sort of thing. Yeah, but is it cheating if there's no intention, if she's not feeling that it's like that? What's the road to hell paved? Good intentions. But what I'm saying is like, so is it bad just because, is it bad just because um, the her boyfriend was insecure about it? Or is it bad 
What if the boyfriend didn't feel no type of way about it? Is it still considered cheating? Um, that would that would depend on what their relationship is. I'm saying, like, is it the same? Is it still considered cheating if he had no problems with it? Like, he wasn't upset with her. I will say this. Um, Because here's the the thing, like, I've been in that situation. Okay. Where there's a girl that I was dating. um, She grew up as a tomboy. So she felt more comfortable around guys than she did around girls. And that was because the way her dad raised her, I think her dad wanted a son. So, like, wanted a son when she was born. And so she was treated more like a tomboy, and she was just tomboy and... Um, and so she felt more comfortable with guys than girls. She had a hard time having girlfriends, but she was, she had a bunch of guy friends. So me dating her, I was not as secure and that bothered me a lot that she was just way more comfortable with guys and that she always had more guy friends than girlfriends. And it bothered me, but to her, she didn't understand it because in her mind, she's like, that's the homies. Yeah. There was not necessarily uh, um, uh, necessarily like a romantic side to it. Sure. But in my mind, I couldn't separate the two. I'm like, there's no way. I know these guys want you. Mm-hmm. And eventually, like, in my mind, something's going to pop off. And there's no way you could just be talking to these dudes and, like, there being no, no history or there's nothing there. But I don't know. I don't know the truth either way because we're not together anymore. But, like, in my mind, I was like, maybe the issue is I'm just too insecure. Okay, there's a layer missing there. Okay. I think that a, a woman having male friends is not an issue. But I think carrying on in a certain in certain conversations could be an issue. So let's say another guy came to your girl, mm-hmm. and he said, Hey, Chanel, is everything okay? Is Sunil treating you all right? How does that make you feel? If she was doing... No, if another guy Uh came to her... He's pressing on her. Exactly, right? Yeah. So, but that girl... That's what that girl is doing to other men. So she's going out of her way. To say, hey, hey, Michael. Yeah, but what I'm saying is if the guy doesn't doesn't care about the fact that she does that, is it still considered cheating? It could be considered cheating, but they don't factor that into their relationship. So it's cheating regardless of how the other, the significant other feels about it. Yeah, you just have to validate it, whether you, whether you care about it or not. But, so could if, it be, but is it? I would say it is. So, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, like uh, because they, let's, let's take it out of emotion and take it into actual physical. So like, say, like open relationship. Okay. And there's a, there's a relationship and then... They're allowed to sleep with other people. Is that still cheating? No, because your relationship is not monogamous. So what if so if they have the conversation that you could talk to guys that way and ask them? I don't know. Like I think emotional cheating, from what you're talking about, is more dependent on how it affects the significant other. Mm-hmm. And I also think that there's a difference between. I think there. I think that. Not just intention. I think that if there's like a connection that's being de- like mm-hmm. being created, 
then yeah, I think I, that might, sometimes that's worse than if they were just sleeping together. Yes. Why did I ask him that question? <laughs> because we were talking about. Um, <laughs> I had a whole point. Where am I going with this? <laughs> I did. I did. I forgot. But but you I were think telling it, a story though. I was because I was trying to connect it to something that we said earlier. But e- either way, I think that um, when it comes to ex, I was going to say extramarital, but outside of the relationship, mm-hmm. you have to be really careful. Like, I think I told the story to you before, but when I got I got a new job and I texted yeah. my coworker at like nine or nine. She PM. was married. She was married to her. It wasn't a big deal. But my coworker was just like. You texted a woman at nine nine to nine thirty. A married woman, yeah. Couldn't have waited till the next day. I was just like, I didn't even. Yeah, to you, it's just friend. Think about it. You know, it wasn't even really a friend thing. It was a work thing. Uh-huh. I was just like, because I was new to the job, and I texted her like, "How do I do this?" Uh-huh. And he was like, "Just don't do it for the right. night." I was just like, I don't want to get in trouble, you know. But that guy taught me a lesson. You know, I, I never considered that, and even now, I try not to. Text my married friends super late. Sometimes they do. But I always wonder, like, I hope your man uh, <laughs> ain't upset. You know, you can show him. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. So it's interesting. Um, what were we talking about, Chris, earlier? You were talking about uh, what Sunil considers cheating. Yeah, it was to a larger point. Either way, I think I lost it. But it's fine. All good. Um you're about, to, you're about to watch TV. <laughs> Chris is about to go watch TV. I'm going to go finish Zodiac. I haven't seen it before. This is my first time watching it, but I only watched half of it, so I got to go watch the other half. What's Zodiac? So when it came out in 07 with uh, Jake Robert. Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, that's my guy. I love Jake Gyllenhaal. I love Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, I also watched Southpaw the other day. I was like, oh, shit. That's a good um, movie. And my boy, 50 Cent. Eddie, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Ferrari. Uh, with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Robert Downey Jr., um, Mark Ruffalo, a bunch of other people. You know what's a bomb Jake Gyllenhaal movie? Love and Other Drugs. Love and Other Drugs. Demolition. You seen Demolition? That's a good one. Nah, I ain't seen that one. I'm going to watch it, though. Jake Gyllenhaal, the man. Um, but, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, I was, you going to go watch Squid Games? No. Squid Games. Squid games. Squidward. Nah, I'm about to get some food. There you go. All right, fellas. I think that's the episode. We had a good we had a good chat. Um, we'll be back on the internet next week. Uh, make sure you catch us. If you guys are still uh, out there and we put this episode out around Columbus Day, enjoy your day, but don't enjoy that guy. He was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Peace.